Good afternoon, Patriots. It's Scott here from Woke Society. He's here to drop another episode of amazing content on this beautiful, beautiful Sunday afternoon. So what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about George Soros. We're going to be talking about Bill Gates. We're going to get some talk about contact tracing and what that is. And we're also hearing that the Italian government is now calling for Bill Gates on international crimes against humanity. Very interesting stuff going on. And of course, we're going to be covering the latest Q drops because Q be dropping. Q be dropping still. And of course, they love to drop right before I get hit that record button when I have everything set to go and it screws up everything. But love Q anyways for it. What is Q talking about? Q has talked about seven more weeks of pain coming. And we're also going to be talking about Edward Snowden and what implications and all the connections that he has with the upcoming pain that we're going to be seeing against Obama and the deep state. But before we get into that, I want to give everyone a daily reminder. And I'll have uh, I'll have Trump do it for me that the COVID-19 virus is should actually be called the Chinese virus because that's exactly where it came from. So I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Enjoy this video. And just a reminder, I did not make this video. Um, I believe CJ Truth on Twitter was the one that shared it, but I don't believe he created either. So I'm not taking credit for any videos I never made. But either way, someone made this video. So enjoy it. And I'll see you guys at the other end of the intro. Take a watch. Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? Virus? Why do you keep calling this the Chinese? Why do you keep calling this the Chinese? Why do you keep calling this the Chinese virus? It's not racist at all. No, not at all. It comes from China. China. It comes from China. Let's call what it is, people, the Chinese virus. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. The project looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow. Yes. Thanks for joining, everybody. It's again Scott here from Mocha Studios. Let's get the shameless plugs out of the way. We'll get into the content. Go to the YouTube. The YouTube here at Woke Societies. Like, share, comment, tell your friends and family about this channel. We are the news now. Let them know this channel exists. Give the episode a like and all that good stuff so it can be seen more. We're at 34.9. We're going to be hitting 35,000 probably in the next hour or two. And we are on our way to 40,000 subs, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for the support. If you guys want to go to my Patreon to become an even bigger fan, my tiers there and my tier pricing are there for all my extras. You can go check that out. Bitchute. 
I'm gonna be talking about BitChute today. Go to my BitChute and subscribe now. This is my backup channel in case anything happens to the, uh, to the YouTube page. And then of course, check out my wokesociety.com webpage where you guys can find all my podcasts and platforms. I gotta get Spotify off and I'll talk about that a little bit later. They canned my podcast. And really what's cool, when you go up here guys, check this out, you click my store link, it brings you directly to my merch here, which has Woke and Q merch, and of course, all of my cool stuff, including including my hashtag Obamagate t-shirt, and my hoodies, and my hooded t-shirt hoodie. <laughs> all that good stuff. And of course, you guys can always send me a one-time donation to the PayPal at in the description below and all that good stuff. Alrighty. Thank you, everybody. We got that out of the way. And now we're gonna get into the content. So what do I wanna start with today? Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that video. That video made me laugh here of the Chinese virus. That is what it's called. And I just want to remind everybody, let's call things are what they are here at Woke Societies, right? Let's just get straight to the truth. But what do I want to begin? I want to begin with this article here from Yahoo Yahoo News talking about Obamagate. And the this, this article is from the 12th, which is a little bit older than I like to put in my uh, most recent episodes, but I'm bringing it up for a reason. The title of the Yahoo article is called Obamagate is not a conspiracy theory. And now before I get into some of the paragraphs, I just want to remind everybody, Yahoo News were the ones that were the first ones to push the Steele dossier that set this whole entire Russia hoax, the biggest hoax ever, and got it started. That is where it began, and Yahoo was one of the first outlets to push this dossier. And now look at the change in tune compared to then, compared to now. Obamagate is not a conspiracy theory. Those sharing hashtag Obamagate hashtags on Twitter would do best to avoid the hysterics we saw from Russian collusion believers. But they have no reason to ignore the mounting evidence that suggests the Obama administration engaged in serious corruption. Democrats and their allies who like to pretend that President Obama's only scandalous act was wearing a tan suit are going to spend the next few months gaslighting the public by focusing on the most feverish accusations against Obama. But the fact is that we already have more compelling evidence that the Obama administration engaged in misconduct than we ever did for opening the Russia collusion investigation. Look at that. Where has this been for the last three years? Now everyone is backtracking. It is not a conspiracy mongering to note that the investigation in Trump was predicated on an opposition research document filled with fabulism and most likely Russian disinformation. The same disinformation, Yahoo, that you're talking about right now is the same disinformation you pushed. Unreal. They're, they're all pretending right now that they weren't pushing this. They're all blaming everyone else, finger pointing everywhere. We know the DOJ withheld contradictory infinites when it became spying when it began spying on those in trump's orbit we have proof that many of the relevant fisa warrant applications almost every one of them actually were based on fabricated evidence or riddled with errors we know that members of the obama administration who had no genuine role in counterintelligence operations we're going to see that's not true either repeatedly unmasked trump's allies and we know now that despite a dearth of evidence the fbi railroaded michael flynn into a guilty plate which we all know What's more, the larger context only makes all these facts more damning. By 2016, the Obama administration's intelligence community had normalized domestic spying. Obama's director of national intelligence, James Clapper, famously lied about snooping on American citizens to Congress. His CIA director, John Brennan, oversaw an agency that felt comfortable spying on the Senate, with at least five of his underlings breaking into congressional computer files. And the last thing I want to read from here, none of this means that Obama committed some specific crime. He almost assuredly did not. 
In a healthy media environment, though, the mounting evidence of wrongdoing would spark an outpouring of journalistic curiosity. Now, these outlets are still tugging the company line. Paragraphs like that, when they say none of this means that Obama committed any specific crime, he almost assuredly did not. They are planting seeds of doubt still in people's minds that this is that this thing is growing legs. This whole Obama situation is growing legs and it's going to get worse from here. But now the media is being forced to cover what's going on now. And they're doing this BS where they're walking between they're on they're on that edge where they have to report facts, but at the same time, they're still going to send out those little tiny sentences to reassure people, Obama's safe, everybody. Obama's the God that we propped him up to be. And we're seeing this now um, from more and more media outlets. CNN, WAPO, and New York Times are still, they're still completely ignoring these stories. They're the worst ones of all, but at least Yahoo, at least Yahoo's uh, got their tail between their legs, and they're at least still trying to report a little truth. But it is great. Knowing that Obamagate's not a conspiracy theory. Thank you for the validation, Yahoo. We all needed that. Unreal. So just wanted to throw that out there. Now, I'm going to show this video. I want to show this video for one specific reason, which I'll get into right after I play it. But this is this was a woman here. I'm not sure. It says, wow, President Real... This is a tweet here from Red Pill Report. Wow, President Real Donald Trump retweets Michelle Ma- Malkin, that's her name, video on big tech censorship. So Twitter censors tweet and deletes the video here's the video so this woman right here this is michelle malkin talking about big tech censorship and the fact that twitter deleted this video and had to be taken from other um other platforms to be re-put up just says everything so i want you guys just to listen and then we're going to talk about this for a moment here we go and i have to say that these days i'm not merely worried about my ability to do that and my fellow patriots to be able to do that i'm terrified I've witnessed friends and allies stripped of their platforms and their reputations and their voices. Some can no longer communicate on social media. When I planted my little flag in the social media world on the internet almost 20 years ago, I never thought that I'd have to wake up one day and wonder if my entire website was going to be unplugged because of an opinion that I expressed. And yet, There are many of my friends and allies, your compatriots, who not only can no longer communicate on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, or Instagram, but who also can no longer gather peacefully at hotel conferences to discuss their ideas. Still others are now forbidden from doing business with their banks, their payment processors, online retailers, and even ride-sharing services. There is no more safe space that we can feel that we are guaranteed the right to communicate our ideas with each other, not in restaurants, not at homes. And you've seen over the last couple of years since Donald Trump took office that there are many elected officials in Washington, D.C. who can no longer walk on the streets without a threat or risk of violence to themselves or their families. And I ha- Now, obviously... This wasn't filmed recently because she's obviously at a conference. The pandemic had not happened yet, but she speaks on a lot of good points. We are being attacked on every front, and this is why I'm going to bring up Spotify right now. I was messaged by by one of the followers on the show, one of the fans of the show, saying, hey, man, what's going on with Spotify? I haven't seen an episode since, like, mid-April. I'm like, wow, what's that? That's weird. So I went, and I have... um, 
I have a podcasting platform where I upload my, my one episode and it, and it sends it out to all the directories for me. I pay for this. And Spotify was still up. I said, that's weird. So I contacted my uh, my podcasting platform. They said, everything's good on our end. You'd have to reach out to Spotify, which I did. I go on to Spotify and I search Woke Societies and it comes up as a blank page. I'm like, wow, that's weird. And then I finally found some lingering episodes. They, I guess they just forgot to delete. And the, the most recent one that was on Spotify was from April 18th, right? So I said, okay. I've been I've been around the block before. They probably took it down. Let me see if they even sent me a warning. Looked in my email, not one warning, no strikes, nothing. And I emailed them and I finally after 3 emails, I finally got a response from them and it was a two-sentence email saying, "Yes, we took your podcast down because it broke our terms of service and the ultimate one, community guidelines." And they sent me the link to the guidelines, which is almost 500 pages. And they said, thank you. Hopefully this wasn't a disturbance in your, in your channel or whatever that, and that, and I, and that is all I got. And I've sent probably five emails since then asking what episodes were there? Why wasn't I warned? Where's the email? So you guys just, you just take down platforms. You strip people of their voices. This is how you operate. And I have not gotten a response since. So F Spotify for one. If you listen on Spotify, go to the other outlets. They are censoring patriots. The other ones, I just don't know if I've gotten big enough on there so they haven't been noticed. I am still on the other platforms, but this is speaking in regards to what this uh, Michelle Mackin's just talking about. It's not just that. Payment processors, PayPal, the biggest one. Jordan Sather got hit on PayPal. Um, blogs where we're hosting our websites, a place where we thought out of anywhere we could put our content on our own webpage. WordPress is just completely wiping out pages. And in 2020, internet presence is our footprint now. It's how we communicate. When you censor and take down these things, you are cutting people's voices completely out, shutting them down. And this is why I'm going to bring it up right now. I want to bring this up. If everybody, please, I have almost 35,000 subscribers. There is no assurances that YouTube is going to keep any of our channels up. Go to the effing bit shoot, everybody, and please just subscribe. This is where the backup channel is. There's only 400 people, and I know this is not the market for for videos. But for what we're doing until things get a little better, please go subscribe there. This isn't to get numbers on BitChute. This is a backup way for in case God forbid anything happens to this channel, you guys know where to find me. And my webpage is still up at wokesize.com where I upload every episode anyways. But this is just a warning to everybody. Until we get past the censorship, we have to have backup channels. We can't all throw in our lot with YouTube. They are not on our side. They are not. So I just want to bring that up because nothing is safe. Nothing is safe as far as our content, and we have to protect ourselves and get smart and creative about what we're doing. But there is some good news, and I'm going to actually show it a um, an article here from the New York Times, only f- because it's it's just a simple. It's the first thing that I could find. It's not fake news in this regard, but I just want to bring it up because it was one of the quickest uh, articles I could find, just to show you guys what's ha- currently happening with Google. Um, U.S. is said to plan to file antitrust charges against Google, and this is good. 
The Justice Department is planning to file antitrust charges against Google as early as the summer, said two people with knowledge of the situation and which would be one of the biggest antitrust actions by the United States since the late 1990s. The Justice Department is still investigating the internet company and has been making progress on its case, said the people who spoke on the condition of anonymity because the details were confidential. The regulators are focused on Google's dominance in the online advertising industry, and the case will also involve allegations that the company abused its dominant position on online search to harm competitors, the people said. State attorneys general are likely to file their own antitrust lawsuit against Google or join the Justice Department case sometime this year, said a person with knowledge of of the state investigation. Taken together, such actions against Google, which controls around 90% of all web searches globally, would be one of the biggest antitrust cases of the United States since the 1990s when the Justice Department joined 20 states to sue Microsoft. The two sides reached a settlement in 2001. So this has been being thrown around for a while as far as the – this is Barr pushing. This is A.G. Barr pushing these antitrust uh, lawsuits, him and the other and the other 50 attorney generals out there. Um. And it's it's good to see that we're going to see some action, but this antitrust stuff, we're hoping we're us the creators and just anybody out there that uses big uh, big tech social media platforms, we're hoping this is going to be the beginning of the end of the censorship with these companies because it needs to stop. It needs to be a level playing field. We cannot have a liberal dominated social media platforms ru- running the land. We are tired of it. We are sick of it. Being a YouTube creator now for a year, I, I'm feeling it. And I, I, I can't imagine how the rest of these guys, some of these like Red Pill and X22 that have been doing this for, for years now, it's, it's tough. It's tough. People's livelihoods are on the line. And I'm, we're hoping it's going to see some change. So again, go to the BitChute and go to the channel and subscribe there in case, God forbid, something happens. So let's transition here. Let's go to a Bright Bright article I wanted to bring up. Um, this is about, again... This is George Soros funding this mail-in ballot, vote by mail, and they're pushing the slogan now, must become the the default option. And again, I want to bring this up because Q keeps talking about this. Was this virus about the election or the the, uh, pandemic? And obviously, we know the answer to that. So let's just take a read real quick. The Center for American Progress, which functions as somewhat of an idea factory for the Democratic Party, has been a central part of the progressive nerve center pushing. You can just put that word progressive as put communist. It's just the it's just a fancy word to put over a communist there. The progressive nerve center pushing the vote by mail scheme. CAP is funded by Soros's Open Society Foundations enjoyed scores of other Soros financial group finance groups used the vi- using the virus to lobby for the overhaul of the US election system. And analysts have have posited that such proposals help the Democratic Party. Republicans specifically fear the prospect of voter fraud since mail-in voting would be harder to authenticate. Daniel Daniel Root serves on the Dem- Democracy and Government Reform Team at the CAP. She penned a column lamenting how in person voting still remains the most popular method of casting ballots in most states, although voting by mail is used broadly in a handful of places. Root urges state, states officials must not delay in implementing vital policies such as vote by mail and extended early voting for upcoming elections, nor must Congress delay providing additional funding in the amount of $4 billion, as recommended by noted experts for states to make all necessary upgrades to election procedures and infrastructure in time for upcoming elections. The CAP activist cautions that although vote by mail must become the default option for the vast majority of Americans during this health crisis, the vote by mail system is not an ideal or accessible option for many others. And I just showed you guys in my last video um, 
with the family out in California that received their mail-in ballots. There was two Republicans and one Democrat. Mother and father were Republicans. The son was Democrat. The mother and father each received one envelope. The son, who was a Democratic um, voter, received two envelopes. And that was just one case. We know that is the only way the Dems even stand a chance is by cheating, by using this mail-in fraud system. And let's take a look and listen to what George Soros had to say about Trump and how he thinks it's going to be a Democratic landslide come November. Let's take a watch. The Trump administration, a danger to the world. Danger to but the world. But I regard it as a purely temporary phenomenon that will disappear in 2020 or even sooner. I give President Trump credit for motivating his core supporters brilliantly. But for every core supporter, he has treated uh, a great, uh, he has created a greater number of core opponents who are equally strongly motivated. That's why I expect a democratic landslide. That's why I expect a democratic landslide. And he calls Trump. He says Trump is a is a just a phenomena, just a Passover. And it's it's almost like he's saying he's a virus. He's just going to sweep over and we're going to get we're all going to reclaim our land back, our rights and finally get this country back on on pace because the four years of Trump has just completely destroyed everything we've created. No, it effed up your 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 16 year plan that you had with Obama and Hillary. We know what's going on here. But again, these are the Democratic mouthpieces, the echo pieces, the puppet masters. Soros is definitely a puppet master. Don't get me. Don't mess that up. He is the one pulling a lot of these strings and a huge proponent for the mail-in voting. So this is what's going on right now. And again, why Q keeps asking, was this about the pandemic or was this about the election? So speaking of the pandemic, Deanne Lorraine here, who is a great follow on Twitter, I recommend everyone going to follow her. She tweeted this out, a great question. Why is Bill Clinton and the Clinton Foundation all involved in this contact tracing stuff? Why are they rolling out drones and mass surveillance so rapidly and without our consent? Why are they pushing so much fear and death? Now, I'm going to show you this video. I'm not a big fan of Dr. Shiva, but it's just part of it. But you guys will see why I bring it up in just a moment. Take a watch. And in the connection between these two, they say to achieve at least 14 of those points of the 17, which will leave us to utopia, we must immunize. So they've connected immunization to everything, the workforce, Climate change always also needs vaccination, everything. Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates has continued the fight against coronavirus, investing billions of dollars on the construction of factories working to develop a COVID-19 vaccine. The American business magnate has revealed the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation will select and fund seven vaccine candidates. So this is a well, uh, well thought out business model. And that's why Gates funded hundreds of millions of dollars to McKinsey to do all of this. So those people listening out there, you need to understand these people are very sophisticated, highly organized, very adept. We need tracing agents in the hundreds and hundreds of people, right? You take the test New and York, then you Cuomo. trace back all the contacts. It's never been done on this scale before. This is an army of tracers, they're basically investigators. Uh, we will do that. Contact tracing is 
very important. But we need a national core of healthy people who are properly trained to go out and do this contact tracing. We need the bodies. We need the bodies. And at the moment, in most parts of the world, <clears throat> due to lockdown, most of the transmission that's actually happening in many countries now is happening in the household, at family level. In some senses, transmission has been taken off the streets and pushed back into family units. Now we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate and remove them. When we Do you guys hear that? Do you see where this is going? So now we've gotten the virus off the streets. Now it's going into the home. So know, know what that validates us to do? This justifies us coming into your home and testing you. And if you refuse or someone tests positive, we just take you away. We just take you away. And then they're isolated. It could be your child. It could be your baby. It could be your father, mother, brother. It doesn't matter. And we're seeing this now slowly being rolled out in our country with this contact tracing BS. And Gates is all behind this. It's all intertwined, all of it. Patriots, do you see how dangerous this is? This is just an easy cover just to say, hey, this is for everyone's betterment. This is for the better betterment of, hu of humankind, right? This is good for you. We need to do this. Do you see the psyops that are being played out here? This completely goes against our constitutional rights. And here you have the who just declaring that we have to go into your house and we have to save you. We have to save you from yourselves. You're all disgusting mouth breathers. Now I'm adding my own spin to this, but you guys get the main gist. This is why so many people have been calling for Bill Gates's head. And now I'm going to play another video here just of the CDC advisory committee. This is, I'll play, it's a quick clip. And I'll show you and we'll, we'll continue the conversation here. Just take a watch here. This is from Royal Altus. I saw this video going around for a while. The appointed char of the CDC Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices in 2009 saying to get rid of all the whites in the U.S. because we refuse, we refuse vaccines more frequently than minorities. Still going to get that Bill Gates vaccine? Hell to the no. Let's just watch this and we'll explain. Strategies against the minorities. So I have the solution. Every study published in the last five years, when you look at vaccine refusers, I'm not talking about, well, hesitants, most of them we can talk into coming to terms, but refusers. We'll just get rid of all the whites in the United States because... Now, that is the only... Vi the, that's as far as the video goes. So, for me, guys, I don't like to be fake news whatsoever. 100% real news. I don't know what the context was after she said that, but either way, it's still an extremely bad look. And why would those words even come out of your mouth? Vaccine refusers. How about you call us informed, informed people that want to make our own decision on what goes into our bodies? We're labeled as something that is just, we're labeled as something that just makes us feel like we're incorrect. We're wrong for thinking the way we're, we're thinking. It's disgusting, and it, it just fills me with anger, but that's why I'm here. For me, guys, you get the content. For me, this is just therapy, so it's just it's just crazy to see, but the, all these people, all these snakes, all these people, and Bill Gates not even being a doctor, they're all tied into this. It's just creepy. 
it's just creepy and people just they need to wake up they need to wake up but good news this is from zero hedge fda halts bill gates back covid19 testing program this was in his home state of washington about a month after bill gates criticized president trump's decision to suspend funding to the world health organization the federal government has just halted a seattle-based covid19 testing program backed by gates what are the odds right please discontinue patient testing and return of diagnostic results to patients until proper authorization is obtained. The Food and Drug Administration wrote in a memo addressed to the Seattle Coronavirus Assessment Network, which is built, which is backed by Bill Gates, according to the New York Times. The issue in the Seattle case appears to be that the test results are being used not only by researchers for surveillance of the virus in the community, but that the results are also being returned to patients to inform them. The two kinds of testing, surveillance, and diagnostic fall under different FDA standards. And all that good stuff. Uh, SCAN is backed by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the University of Washington Medicine. The testing program was sending free test kits to participants' homes in the Seattle metropolitan area with the goal of testing people in the region to get a sense of how the virus was spreading through the community. And guys, I wouldn't want to touch any of these tests. Obviously, if this virus is life-threatening, I would, I would get the test. You would never see me put a vaccine in my arm, especially from Bill Gates. But either way, Wanted to throw that in there. There are some there are some things going on to, to stop what Bill Gates is doing with his test. And who knows if these tests are even accurate, as we have seen. So many of these tests have, compl- have been completely botched. Remember, the pawpaw fruit and the goat and the bird, they all tested positive for the virus, which we all know is a complete joke. But this is what caught my eye, guys. Check this out. This is from newspunch.com. This is from just uh, two days ago. Italian MP Bill Gates must be charged by International Criminal Court with crimes against humanity. This was this caught my eye, and I'm glad it's not just the United States, but it's also other countries in the world are realizing what Bill Gates is really about. Let's take a little read here. Bill Gates is a criminal who must be charged with crimes against humanity by the International Criminal Court, according to an Italian member of Parliament. During a blistering seven-minute speech before the National Parliament, Sarah Cuneal MP slammed Italian President Giuseppe Conte for teaming up with Bill Gates in a global coup. Here's a quote from the extraordinary speech, and it's a seven-minute speech. Obviously, I'm going to play it, but this is just uh, an excerpt from it. We, the people, will build the fires of resistance to such an extent it will not be possible to repress all of us. I love that line. I ask you, leader of parliament, to be our spokesperson who will give advice to President Conte. Next time you receive a phone call from the philanthropist, that's in quotes, Bill Gates, forward it directly to the International Criminal Court for Crimes Against Humanity. She's not messing around. And if you won't do this for us, tell us how we should define you, the friendly lawyer who takes orders from a criminal, said Cuneo. (sighs) That is some straight fire right there, and I love reading it. But she keeps going. The Italian member of parliament is not the first person accused Gates of being unfit to dictate the world health policy. Now, this is from Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who we know has been battling Bill Gates in the public, in the public landscape. He said Bill Gates landed the job of dictating world health policy with no election, no appointment, no oversight, and no accountability. And he is demanding to know how and why this happened, adding, does anyone else think this is creepy? Oh, I think it's creepy as all hell. It's weird. Last month, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. slammed Bill Gates in his Masonic and conviction that he is ordained to save the world with technology. Vaccines for Bill Gates are a strategic philanthropy that feed his many vaccine-related businesses, including Microsoft's ambition to control a global VAC ID enterprise and give him dictatorial control over global health policy. This is the spear tip of corporate neo-imperialism, Kennedy Jr. wrote. 
Gates' obsession with vaccines seems fueled by a Masonic conviction that he is ordained to save the world with technology and a godlike willingness to experiment with the lives of lesser humans. And it's really creepy. It's really weird. And we've seen Robert F. Kennedy slam Bill Gates in the public sector, and we all know he is a proponent, a big public uh, figure um, with anti-vaxxing. We've seen him out there. He is out there calling everybody out. But the fact that the world is seeing this, and it's not just the United States, but it's it seems to be everywhere, that people are calling Bill Gates out and people are waking up to the fact that he needs to be looked at. His whole entire foundation needs to be looked at. And we'll have to see what happens. But I wanted to show this video here in relation to the contact tracing and what this is doing to families because we're seeing videos. We're seeing videos of... In Canada, the United States, I just saw another video out in London where people are just being taken off the street and arrested. Like we li- like they live in a communist country for not wearing a mask. For not wearing a mask. For, for peacefully protesting what is going on is wrong. And police officers, man, some, some have been let go because they refuse to, step, to stomp on constitutional rights. But some are just blindly following all this shit. And it's destroying families. So I want to show this video. This woman owns a hair salon. And she was, her home was pretty much raided and terrorized by CPS, Child Protective Services. And this is from Drod Robertson, this tweet. The CPS terrorizes child because mom is trying to work. People are trying to go back to work because they have no other way to provide for themselves. This hair salon owner opened her business so she wouldn't lose her lease. CPS came to her house, questioned her child without without her present, questioned her spouse, and then searched her home without a warrant. Do we live in the United States? I'm going to calm down. I'm going to let you guys hear what she had to say about this. Let's take a watch. Here we go. Violating my lease. So yet another agency that was coming and threatening me and intimidating me. And if you can possibly believe this, on May 7th, Child Protective Services showed up at my home. They questioned my husband and I. They questioned my child without me present. They searched our home. And I've never expected such a violent, aggressive, vindictive thing could ever have been done to me or my family because I'm trying to earn a living, because I'm trying to work. This, ladies and gentlemen, is hard for me to watch. Violating my lease. This is all hard for me to watch. You guys have seen the effing doctor on here. He's been on my show, my live streams. He is a barbershop owner. There are people out there right now who don't get the, who don't have the benefits of unemployment, who are trying to survive, who have families, and they're not allowed to work because of this virus. So you have CCP going in this woman's house, questioning, going through her house, questioning her child without consent because she wants, she has to work. It ha- and it's, I'm assuming it's because the CCP is assuming because she's going back to work, she's endangering her child because of, of, because of COVID. And this is all happening without a warrant. And you know what pisses me off even more? States like New York, 
where I live, California, you know what they're doing? They're letting criminals out of the jails and is letting them walk the streets because they don't want COVID to spread. But at the same time, normal citizens, me and you, who have businesses, who are trying to provide for their families, who are still trying to survive, good, honest Americans are getting terrorized, terrorized by other agencies that are federally funded, part of our government, but yet criminals are allowed to walk free and also committing crimes. But business owners are the ones suffering. Businesses are dying. People's lives are being ruined. And this breaks my heart to see shit like this because I know people personally who are struggling just like everybody else right now. And it's sad. We can never let this happen again. Never let it happen again. And I want to read a quote here from C.S. Lewis. thought it was perfect for this. C.S. Lewis wrote, Of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. Powerful quote. Powerful quote. And again, this is what I was saying before in the earlier in the episode. We're just doing this for your own good. This is to protect everybody. It's in everyone's best interest that we just get to simply walk into your house, test you, and if you test positive, well, guess what? We take you away from your family and friends, and then we isolate you. It's scary times, everybody. But it's not. This isn't going to be forever. This negative energy... It's not going to last. We're going to get out of this all okay. So keep that in mind. But I want to show you guys that. So let's get into the Q drops and we'll tie this episode up. Now, I'm going to refresh the page and I know I'm going to see. Is this the one? No. Okay. 2776 is one of them that I want to do. I'm going to refresh the page here one more time. And I'm going to see. Okay. It's not going to do it. Okay. I don't know why it's not letting me. That's fine. What I'm going to do here, let me refresh, let me just do this real quick. I don't want reset. Thank you. There we go. Okay, so as everyone can see here, Q has gone on another where we go one, we go all spree. Since I started, these are not the ones I'm going to be focusing on. Everyone, Q's been doing this for uh, for about the last two months now, which is great. We need the morale boost, but the Q drops I'm going to focus on are the one and the latest ones just from today. So this one is one of my favorites here. 4256. There is a Twitter link here to Maria Bartiromo. It says Flynn DOJ dismissed week one. FISA unmasked D-class public select dates week two. Classification 1-99 week three. You are here. So I want you guys to pay attention to this. This is the this is where I got the title of the episode from. Q is listing here th- what is happening per week on a per week basis. We had the FISA unmasking D class now public. Dates are were now public on week two. We know when Obama, Joe Biden, the whole entire upper cabinet was asking for these these unmasking dates. And now class we are now in week three. Classified one ninety nine week three. You are here. And what else do we see, ladies and gentlemen? We see numbers listed down from four to ten which is telling me we have seven more weeks of straight straight weeks of pain to come. 
more declassification. So where are we at now? Because right now, the Anons already know this. We know this. Right now, we are at the point in the investigation that's public. Durham's probably way ahead of all this, but we are right now, Obama and the FBI, corrupt. They targeted Trump. They targeted Flynn. We know that. That's not, it's not arguable anymore. But where's, where does this go now? This is going to now go to not just the United States that was spying on the, on the incoming president. This was an entire operation carried out by other governments. This was a world government um, a world government attempt to help the United States. This was, they were all tied up in each other. Remember Britain, the five, the five eyes, all these other countries that were helping Obama infiltrate and to do things with Brennan from the CIA. So this is this is encouraging everybody. Let's go to the tweet. This is it says Trump unmasking a Flynn is the greatest political scam in the history of the United States. It's a YouTube video. It's a ten minute video of Trump just him talking on the interview this morning. We don't have to get into it. We already know we already know this. The whole point of me showing you this, ladies and gentlemen, is look at all these empty weeks. Look what we still have to go. That is new information to come out. That is going to be a lot of information to come out. And don't worry. We're going to be covering it all here on Woke Societies. 4257. This is a link here to government documents or declassified documents about Edward Snowden, which we're going to get into in a moment. It says page 20, 21, 22, 23 for future events understanding. So when you go over to these pages, this is talking about Edward Snowden and his supposed attempt at being a whistleblower to protect himself. But we all know Snowden was a traitor. He tried to oust the NSA and it backfired. And that's, that's why he's still out in Russia. He's still hiding out in Russia. But these documents here, are the, what, what, that's what they're talking about. And 23 is the one I wanted to bring up that I found the most interesting, which I think is going to be the most important part of all this, was Snowden a whistleblower. And it says here, as a legal matter during his time with NSA, Edward Snowden did not use whistleblower procedures under either law or regulation to raise his objections to U.S. intelligence activities and thus is not considered a whistleblower under current law. That's why he's still hiding out in Russia. He's a criminal. He did not file a complaint with the DOD or ICIG's office, for example, or contact the Intelligence Committee with concerns about fraud waste, abuse, mismanagement, or violations of law. Instead, Snowden disclosed classified information to the press. So what what's going on here? Well we know we know the CIA and John Brennan had were leaking leaking information to the press to get this all started and we know Snowden was part of this. Snowden was propped up by the media as a whistleblower. He has Netflix documentaries. He was propped up by the media machine and was used for a huge propaganda, huge propaganda tour. And he's still out there. Don't don't get it confused. Snowden is a traitor. He sold out our country. He was part of this. And just a tweet I saw um, somewhere in a Discord it was a tweet way back in the day for him thanking Obama for for everything he was doing for the country. That alone is a huge red flag. But what I want to bring up in all this is that Q drop I was trying to pull up here. Let me see if I can pull it up now. If I can even remember the number now. My memory's shot. So I this was a drop I found here. My but me and my buddies were able to locate this because I think it's going to be extremely relevant in the coming days. This was a Q drop from February 17th, 2019, talking about AJ Barr, special counsel Mueller, and Rod Rosenstein discuss. Russia investigation. Now, we don't know what Q was referencing from this quote, but I do believe 
the report that we're going to be seeing in the next couple of weeks or even this coming week is going to be this whole entire document and more of where this came from. I'm going to read this because it's super important. So this is AJ Barr talking to Mueller. Bob, show me the evidence and reasoning for why this investigation was was started and still ongoing. Mueller, with regards to the president, we have no links or ties to any foreign entity, etc. So Barr said mandate was clear. Your job was clear. Verify and investigate reports of possible foreign collusion between president and president and Russia. What justification existed to effectively launch a massive domestic slash foreign surveillance campaign against the president, president's elect president and members of his transition slash campaign team? Mueller responded, steel dossier along with media cooperation of those findings. Steel dossier, which we all know is false. Barr then stated, was the Steele report a trusted and verified report per Intel to continue, especially considering the funding party was the opposition party? Mueller wrote, those facts were never taken into consideration. How convenient. This is a foreign intelligence surveillance court granted author- authorization to conduct based on conclusions presented. Barr said, was, was this surveillance court aware of all the details surrounding the dossier? And Mueller said, no. We believe there was urgency placed on the authority given the gra- given the gra- uh, gravity and timeline of events that those involved negated to populate fully. So Mueller's just pretty much saying there, we didn't think because of the weight of this case, we needed to bypass what we would normally do legally, and we, but we just didn't do it this time. Why were efforts made to continue investigating the president, interrupt his official capacity in governing, if the only doc presented was unsubstantiated and unverified, why were questions and threat of subpoena communicated to the president if no factual foundation existed? All charges thus far are unrelated to the original mandate. Why are you still active in pursuing a crime if no verifiable evidence or evidence through discovery exists? And then Barr said to Rod Rosenstein, what justification did you have to effectively expand the mandate? And he keeps asking him more questions. And But then the most important part about all this, ladies and gentlemen, is right here. Class-1-99, and we've seen this multiple times. Now, we still don't know what exactly this is. This could be declassification of what th- where this document came from. This could be declassifications of what Edward Snowden, as far as his, his testimonies and some documents about him, we're not sure yet. But it's very important, and I think this is what Q is referencing here and bringing it up. Class-199, week three, you are here. And we just saw here, this is from February of 2019, referencing this 1-99, and this is a huge excerpt, and it's probably from that report. So we're going to be finding more things out, and the public is going to be becoming more aware. Very interesting stuff. And the last one I want to cover today is 4258. Q writes, public versus matters of national security. And it's a tweet here from Maria Bartiromo, and it says, Trump this is Trump, uh, Trump's quote. We have a lot of information on Wuhan lab, and it's not good. Not good. And the rest of the Q drops, ladies and gentlemen, that I have so far for right now are just a bunch of videos that Q has linked here saying where we go one, we go all, all across the world. Just again, just setting up the morale and just getting everyone's morale boosted and just showing this is a worldwide movement. But things are looking pretty crazy right now. And I am so glad, you know, I, I'm I'm thankfully collecting unemployment. I'm I'm doing just okay. My family is okay. This pandemic for me has given me an opportunity to do to get a taste of what doing this channel is full time. And I, I and I absolutely love it. This is my passion. This is what I do, ladies and gentlemen. This is what I do all day. 
and I absolutely love doing it. I have no problems doing it. And I just want to let everyone know that's the episode today. But we are going places. There are a lot of things going on behind the scenes that I haven't announced yet until it's set in stone. And I, and I know for sure um, there are a lot of good, positive things in store for this channel. And it's only going to grow. I'm being extremely careful with YouTube, playing by the rules. I do not want this channel to get taken down. It, this channel means the world to me. And I'm so glad you are all here to join me for the ride. So with that, that is going to be the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as you, as, I, as much as I do. And just a reminder, uh, Santa Surfing is going to be live with me this coming Tuesday. And we're going to just talk about all the latest Q drops and whatever news breaks. I'm sure by Tuesday, we're going to have a whole bunch of new stuff to talk about. So with that, go to the YouTube, like, share, comment, tell everybody about the channel. Check out the Patreon, the BitChute, the shop. Again, guys, the shop is awesome. has all these shirts, the mugs that my brother makes. All this stuff is made in the United States and all that good stuff. So you guys can check out that. Get yourself a shirt and hoodie. Let everybody know about hashtag Obamagate. And I still have um, I have a Stay Woke shirt that I'm hopefully going to have on by Tuesday to put on the website. And uh, we're just going to expand from there. So that is that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining. And enjoy this beautiful Sunday. We have a big week ahead of us. So we'll see what happens. So until then, everyone be safe. And of course, as always, stay woke.